and welcome to episode 80 of No Look Time. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's up guys, girls, family, fans? It's good to be with you here on another great episode of No Look Time. Episode 80, Obed. 80, man. Almost almost at 100. It's great. It's it's It feels like we just started a few weeks ago, man. Yeah, it feels so new and fresh still. And yeah, no, seriously, seriously, we just don't get tired of doing this thing, and we've been, it, it all started in a little closet for me. And <laughs> true story. We're, we're, He's true, out of the closet now, true guys. True story. Out of the closet. <laughs> out of the closet, guys. So, like, like, in a literal form, because uh, for the last uh, how many episodes, Joe? Probably, true story, man. Probably like forty episodes. No. I don't, don't, don't want to say 40. I want to say about 30 episodes. Yep. Before uh, we had video. Before, yeah, exactly. Up until up until the point we had video, yeah. um, <laughs> I recorded in a closet. With so. your wife's jeans right next to you. Yeah. And you're just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, good acoustics, though. I, yeah, I it sounded complain. great. Like, it sounded great, yeah. And I was really close to the mic and whatnot. But, <laughs> but dude, my back. It was like me sitting on the floor with a bad back with a makeshift desk. On the floor, man, that was rough, dude. <laughs> those are the yeah. days. We've got those, stories. Those the yeah, we got stories and all all the technical stuff and oh my and gosh. Joel losing his internet. I, no, I literally lost podcast. power in an episode. Yeah, literally, I think it was maybe the second or third episode we were recording early yeah, on. I, I think it was like the third episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, like right. my power, and I never had this issue. Just <laughs> flashes on and off. Oh man, it's hilarious. Oh, we've got how stories. you do? How you doing, man? Doing all right. Man, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm doing great at uh, for having this another episode here. It was good to see you. I've not seen you in a while in in, in person, so I got to see you uh, earlier on. That was great. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, man, I'm doing good. I I, uh, I was mentioning to you off the air here how I got to finally go out and see the Lego Movie, uh, the second one. And uh, man, that's a good movie. I mean, cool. it's it might be better than the first one, although the first one's really good. Um, but it's it's a it's a good sequel. Um, there's a lot of really great, of course, references for the adults. Um, the one that really got me is there's early on a Justice League reference, um, and there's I, one character from the Justice League that's not there doing a standalone. That uh, uh, okay. <laughs> just I makes bet, it really I, fun for yeah, the audience. I, I bet it has probably they talked about a mustache of sorts. Oh, they did. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they they know. Like, they, they know. know. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Then they make it fun of, you know, having these uh, properties, being able to make fun of them in their own fun, you know, not, you know, having any issue kind of thing, you know, there, especially with um, Chris Pratt's character having um, the other, like, clone of him, in essence, that's, you know, like the all the characters that Chris Pratt has played in, in Hollywood. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot of really cool references there that, that are poking fun at other franchises. Cool. Cool. I know we're going to poke fun at DC here in a minute. Oh man! Oh. Cashing so checks. Bu- buckle up, buckle up, fanboys. Um, <laughs> we got we got some thoughts and and feelings about certain things that broke just about. Uh, it was like the next day yes. la- after we recorded last week, right? Yeah. Well, there was yeah. one that broke literally right after we were recording the same day. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. That night or no, yeah, that night, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, we started like texting back and forth. It was like, dude, what's up with this? Holy crap! We've got yeah. stuff. It was, uh, man. DC, guys. Anywho, Joe, Kingdom Hearts is fantastic. It's still, it's still, <laughs> still good. It's still pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm really feeling it. I'm really, really feeling it. Um, 
I'm about, I, I want to say, 14, 13 hours in. Um, still really enjoying it. Like I mentioned in the last episode, um, having weapons transform and doing different things, just not bashing stuff with a keyblade is, is just refreshing. Um, and, and I was thinking of a way of how to describe this game to someone. And, and this game to me is, it's like a Pizza Hut, uh, pan, uh, pepperoni pan pizza, because it's to me, a Pizza Hut pepperoni pan pizza, Joe, when I, when I take a bite out of one, they're not great, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're fine. Um, but it, it, it's, it's like in that scene from Ratatouille when, uh, Ego tastes the Ratatouille and he goes uh, back to his childhood. I love that. It's, yes. It, so that's, that's the feeling I get with this game. So it's something that you, you, I play and it's so familiar and it just takes me back to, uh, to a different time and it feels, uh, really good. Um, th this game is turning out to be really special for me, Joel, because my daughter really likes the game and really likes to watch me play the game. So I've been doing the play playthrough with her. Like she's being just like, "Oh my god, this is this!" It's like, "Oh, and Rapunzel and oh, Woody, and we gotta save Buzz Lightyear and all this stuff." <laughs> so, uh, so it's, it's it's turning out to be a really special game for me, and um, I'm still still really enjoying it, having a lot of fun. Um, looking, I heard Joel that there are some things at, at the, like the, I haven't heard spoilers. Right. Um, but I heard that there's some things at the end, like make you go like, yo, yo, this is, this is like legit. And, um, and I heard some things. There's some, um, some rumors that, uh, there may be, uh, an expansion or some DLC for this game. So I'm curious to see what that is. Um, nothing concrete yet. I mean, whatever, whatever stairs there, but I'm, I'm again like like with Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I, I'm open to for for DLC on this thing because I, I'm really enjoying it, uh, and I will for sure um, uh, keep uh, uh, not not I don't want to use the the term putting money, but supporting the product because I uh, whenever right, I right. enjoy a product, uh, I support it. Uh, it was like I did the same thing with Nier Automata. I bought the DLC even though I haven't played it. I just bought it and I was like, you know what? I need to support this guy, so I'm just going to buy this DLC. Um, the other thing that I played, Joel, um, it, and it's, again, something that I'm super excited about, is the Devil May Cry 5 demo that came out last week. Uh, yo, like, this, this is going to be... This is, like, a great... This is going to be a great video game, Joel. This is going to be a great, great game. Um, and they've DMC? added, yeah, DMC. They added more things to this demo versus the ones that they showed in the past versus the one that came out for Xbox last month. Um, so they added a couple of more things that you can do, um, and it just feels fantastic. It looks great. It sounds great. Uh, visually, the game, even on a on a standard PS4, looks great. Uh, runs runs good. Uh, I didn't see any technical issues with it. And, um, you know, I was still able to pull off some combos, you know, it's like, oh, at the end, I gotta get, I gotta get back to the, you know, the taunting and this things and, and getting used to, um, uh, not exploding the, uh, devil breaker. Cause I kept exploding it, trying to do, I, I was trying to actually target or not, not target. I was actually trying to roll, um, and, you know, do the, uh, the, the evade 
and and doing the evade, I was pressing the wrong button, and I was I was blowing up my my devil breakers, and then I didn't have any devil breakers when I got to the boss, and the boss I, I almost got him, but he whooped me. I was like, and then in one of those, it was one of those weird moments on a demo where I actually hit try again <laughs> and and played it again. Um, but it's really good. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this game, dude. This game is going to be fantastic. So very um, good. I saw some crazy, crazy combo videos already out there. Uh, you know, people are insane. So, uh, I mean, I was able to get S rank on on uh, on on most of my uh, encounters. So it's like on the first one right away, I was able to hit S rank, even though the the like the 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 fodder enemies that they give you are are really weak. Um, but there's a there's a second the second encounter, the big second encounter you have. Uh, those enemies have a little bit more life, and you can. Pull out some some good stuff, some good combos there. So, absolutely looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be great. That's awesome, man. It's good to hear. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic, Joe. You know what may not be fantastic? Uh, why Why is DC doing this? Um, why is Robert Pattinson in my Batman? <laughs> <laughs> so, so reports come out last week, right after we recorded, that Robert Pattinson uh, is being seriously looked at by. Warner Brothers to now take up the mantle of Batman in the the Batman movie by Matt Reeves, which is supposed to be a little bit more of like a earlier um, year one ish kind of setup for uh, Batman. So obviously we heard the news we talked about here on the show at length about Ben Affleck departing the role. Ben Affleck's confirmed it. It's 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 he's not coming back. It's it's you know it's case closed there. But um, Robert Pattinson taking it up. I mean, first first thing, everybody's instantly slamming it because they're saying this guy Twilight is Twilight. I mean, that's he's been equated to Twilight. He's done plenty of other movies, but that's the role that everyone knows him as because that's you know that's where he got uh, some of his first early roles. And and not only was it early roles, it was most people have seen those movies or or, or aware of them rather. Yeah. Um, and I've heard that I I I haven't watched any of his uh, movies afterwards. Uh, but from what I've heard, um, he seems to be a, a competent actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's he's handled a lot of. Um, there's there's he's had some, you know, obviously like every celebrity, you know, controversy, different people he's interacted with, and I think he's really handled it well to some degree. If you realize he stays out of the spotlight for negativity compared to other maybe younger stars that have been in some roles of that yeah. nature. I appreciate so he's, that. So he's he's yeah. uh, really stayed 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 safe in that way, and I think that that's a that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that being said, like, do I see him as Batman? Do I want him to be Batman? No, but am I angered? Like, there's some people who are like, "Yuck, crazy! What are you thinking?" Like, I'm not angered by it because let's be let's face it, guys. Like, Heath Ledger was in. <laughs> He was in chick flicks, like you know what I mean. Before yeah. he was, you know, ten things I hate about ten you. Ten things I hate about you. A Knight's Tale. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, and, and I, I mean, remember, I remember the hate that he got. Yeah, yeah, he got the hate. So I mean, and and like now, it's like there will there for us right now. We were sitting here saying there will be no one that can do the same justice that that man did. Uh, you know, that's I'm not saying Robert Pattinson is gonna be Heath Ledger, but what I am saying is like I'm not angered by it. Like it, there's there's I I actually trust Matt Reeves as a director. I really love what he did with the Planet of the Apes franchise. So if there's something there that they that they are looking for that they feel he matches, sure. But 
As for me personally, my personal opinion, Obed, I, I don't get it. I don't think he's the guy that you go for for a Batman. I don't think you take him seriously as Batman. I don't. I just don't think you could take him seriously even as Bruce Wayne. Forget the cape and cowl. You know, I, just just as Bruce Wayne, I couldn't take him very seriously in my opinion right now. But of course, well, time will tell. But how do you feel, Obed? He, again, I, I heard he's a capable actor. Um, he, if he bulks up, um, you know, and he looks a little bit more rugged, and I'm sure that, you know, makeup will will probably pay play a big part on it. I, I'm I'm again I'm a mo I'm an open minded dude, you, and you know me. We've talked about it. I I try to keep an open mind about the, you know everything, so. It, it 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 didn't like when I when I sent you the 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 link I was like dude WTF what's but, going on I, yeah I was like what's going on but then I then I realized that I was like because the first the first instant instinct that you get is it's like yo this guy was the 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 sparkly Twilight vampire in Twilight yeah and and you know it was not his fault the movies were bad because he again he was supposed to play this <laughs> stoic character everyone oh, no. was supposed to be like stupid in that movie so <laughs> that's exactly what happened yeah. but but what i heard you know he's a he's a capable actor he seems to be a nice guy like you mentioned he's a very private um guy i appreciate that he's you know out of out of trouble not doing crazy stuff out there that we know of yeah um so um if if uh, they can bulk him up, uh, work some makeup, uh, maybe he can bring in his own uh, spin to Bruce Wayne. I mean, once he's wearing the costume, who cares, right? Uh, and maybe he can he can bring his uh, his spin to Bruce Wayne. So, I, I, if it happens, I guess we'll I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait a couple of years, but we'll 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 see this. Um, and see and see what happens, uh, Joel. Real quick, before I, I don't want to really go on a tangent, but because um, we because we the both both of the news that I have the big movie articles that I have for this week were uh, DC related. But um, did you see that there were some rumors that Daniel Radcliffe was in line to play Wolverine? Yeah, and then he he came up. He kind of like said not really, but but maybe. <laughs> so it was it was really it was funny but uh but what do you think about that man yeah man like okay i i thought it was i thought it was funny too i think um i feel like when you see that kind of response it's more like no they're not talking to me but if you want to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm yeah. looking for work yeah. <laughs> i mean kind of idea um but yeah i think i think daniel radcliffe as wolverine I'm not even. I'm not even talking visually. Like I just think as an actor. Again, I don't know if he's got the grit that that character requires. I think, I think he's. You know, I think, I, they, I think Daniel Radcliffe actually has the same problem, the same unfortunate problem that Robert Pattinson has. See, is that he's attached to Harry Potter, right? But, but he's done. Uh, he's done other stuff, and he's been great. At, I, I'm. I'm just saying, like Wolverine is a character that's like no nonsense, bub. Get out the way. Like he's. Very gritty. He's gruff. So, yeah. So I'm not saying it can't be done because an actor's job is to become the character they're going to portray, that they're asked to portray. So maybe he could do it, but um, you know, <laughs> I feel like he, I feel like I, again, look visually, like it doesn't actually bother me. Like when people start talking about like guys getting you know swole for roles, of like that can happen. Like yeah, but you can change bodies. You can't change you know 
heights and you can't change, you know, and that's fine because Wolverine's supposed to be little. Super that was one of the those are the complaints with you, Jackman. Originally, they're so like this dude's too tall. He's supposed to be like a Wolverine has yeah. tiny legs, you know, supposed to be very small. Yeah, so Wolverine's he, supposed to be like five three. And, right, uh, and Hugh Jackman's like six two or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way overboard. So like, yes, Wolverine, yes, like he he might actually be a, a more like realistic looking Wolverine, like comic book wise. They might be able to easily pull that off. I'm just not so sure that we would get like I could see us going from Hugh Jackman, hardcore Logan, like intense, crazy Wolverine to like a little <laughs> bit more of a. I don't know, a little bit more of a toned-down Wolverine guy. And I'm not sure that's what I want. I'm not saying Daniel Radcliffe can't bring the grit. I just That's how I feel when I, when I see Daniel Radcliffe attached to that, to that, that IP. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see about those rumors. I guess we'll find out in, in Avengers. I'm Boss Logic sure. has a great fan art, though, about it. I oh, yeah, I know. Cool. I, saw, yeah. I saw it. It was great. It was great. Um, Joe, going back into the, the DC What You Doing um, <laughs> a, a stream of things, um, I haven't watched Aquaman, Joe. Uh, I know that Aquaman's still in the uh, in the movie theaters. Uh, it's good. Um, they they have announced a, a Blu-ray date as as far as I know. Um, again, I'm not super pumped about this movie. I know, yeah, you said you you said the movie's good. I heard that from, from several people that the movie is good. Um, but what? Why are they trying to do a spinoff of Aquaman, Joe? Instead of just uh, focusing on a potential sequel or other potential DC projects or bringing new stuff in, uh, in instead of just going in, in this um, spinoff direction and even even going a step further, going in a like a horror based, yeah, horror centered uh, spinoff of Aquaman. Man, um, that, that so since you've watched the movie yep uh without without spoiling it yeah um, you just share your opinions I, i'm i i i have zero opinions on this one man but i just wanted to bring it up because yeah it's, it's like why are they trying to do these things yeah it just it feels very much like a financial like okay you look at the box office for aquaman and you realize it is the highest grossing dc film out of all of their recent films that, they, that they've put out since man of steel so okay it makes sense this movie's making bank you instantly have to now like realize sequel you've got to now start figuring out what's the future of this character this this property but <laughs> with that being said it doesn't mean you say we're gonna take aquaman's world and we're not gonna make all this stuff out of it and i'm not trying to be exaggeratory i understand it's only been one film that's been talked about as a spinoff from this movie aside from a sequel but it just feels so reaching that you take what's arguably the best scene in the movie, um, the trench scene, and then say we're going to now expand the mythology about these creatures that nobody cares about them. It just it looks really cool, the sequence um, you know, with, with Aquaman in the trench. Um, but it literally lasts for... <laughs> A couple minutes you know maybe it's a two three minute scene at that you know i don't, I don't know i'm probably downplaying it someone who's <laughs> has a, a version out there online that i can say what the exact time is but it's a very short sequence obed and it just feels like they're reaching saying this really cool sequel let's make an entire story out of it or a background to it and, and you know probably trying to have a lesser budget because it's like that horror style which is terrible because these characters are so hardcore CGI, and even the CGI of these characters are acceptable. It's not terrible, but it's not like 
it's not mind blowing, right? So I, I I don't I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish. It just feels like somebody's saying we made money and they're making a lot of money off this thing, so they're just like we got to do more, and it can't just be this character Aquaman. Man, so again, I have no opinion on this thing because I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're trying to do. Instead of, I know that they. What I want is a Man of Steel too. They're probably working on it based on rumors, but at the same time, it's like why were why spend resources on this thing that nobody cares about? Yeah. Instead of just why not make stuff that people are interested in better? Um, I know that maybe they're looking into what Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy and trying to bring more obscure stuff in and and try people to like it but you can't do that i mean when you think about it guardians of the galaxy came out seven years after iron man or something like that so you just can't just ramp people it's not even close though to guardians like the trench characters that's the equivalent of you trying to make a movie on the shatari or the scrolls like just them there you go yeah and like okay captain marvel comes out and she makes a billion dollars and then we're gonna make a movie just on the scrolls changing shape-shifting I, I don't get it yeah I, I i really don't know where they're going with this it's like who i, I if if people like the sequence right whatever but at the same time if you need you need me you just can't yes. have could because this could be another transformers where you have stuff blowing up and gigantic characters just doing stupid stuff <laughs> and not have any, you know, story or have, you know, or, or have it be nonsense. It would be subtitles so, the whole time, too. Because spoiler for those who've seen the movie, they don't speak English. Glorb. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Or, or, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> called Glorb Monsters. Um, that we'll, we'll see where that, I mean, it, right now it's still, it's still speculation. Um, there's strong rumors about it. Uh, nothing has um, been announced um, as of yet, uh, officially, but we'll see. Uh, one thing, Joel, that they did announce today that I'm actually kind of kind of excited about. It's the uh, um, a couple years ago, um, they uh, DC did a, a crossover with uh, um, Batman with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, they announced today that they will make a there, there's going to be a movie. Um, happening uh, sometime. It's going to be released sometime this year. It's going to be done by DC Animation, and uh, it's a collaboration between Warner Brothers and Nickelodeon. Of course, Nickelodeon owns uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For those that of you that did screen, screen, know, yeah. yeah, they actually own. Um, they they actually purchased the characters from um, uh, from uh, Bird because I think Bird. Yeah. Um, uh, was the other guy that uh, Eastman? Yep. Yeah, or was it Eastman? Ah, eh, one of the guys. One, so one of the guys sold the rights to the other guy, and this guy sent sold sold it to to Nick after um, the uh, odds uh, series. So this is cool. They, they 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 there's just like one screenshot of it, right? Um, and we see the the TMNT with Batman, Batgirl, and Robin. Um, it looks like it's it's gonna be they're they're going for a more family friendly style in this one, which I, I appreciate and and I'm sure that uh, it was done on purpose because they can they can bank, you know, on this. Oh movie. yeah. So uh, interesting. Uh, also, uh, to note, Joe uh, Troy Baker uh, will be 
playing both Batman and the Joker. So for for those of you that don't know, phenomenal actor. Troy Baker, yeah, Troy Baker is is probably uh, the top uh, oh, voice yeah. actor right now on on animation and video games. Uh, so Troy Baker did uh, Batman for the Telltale Batman series, <laughs> and he did the Joker on uh, Arkham Origins. Yep, and he was great on both. So um, Troy Baker, man, staying busy, uh, you know. <laughs> He's got The Last of Us 2 and whatever other projects he's uh, and Death Stranding. He's gonna be he's, he's confirmed to be in Death Stranding. So um, that's that's crazy. That's uh, that when I when I saw that, Joel was like, "Oh man, that's nuts." That's like the first time that you know he'll play the so a voice actor will play both the hero and villain on the same movie. So that's it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess Face Off, right, with the Cage and. Oh yeah, <laughs> and oh, John yeah. Travolta. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the case, though. This is voice acting, right. um, and uh, uh, Tara Strong will be uh, playing Harley. Tara Strong played Harley on um, Arkham City, like Arkham City Forward. It was Tara Strong. Uh, I can't remember the the name of the original voice actress, but she uh, came back from uh batman the animated series and did um the arkham asylum but she was not back for uh the rest of the games but um tara strong um will be playing harley and poison ivy so uh, they're they're getting their they're getting their money's worth out of those voice actors yeah uh, for sure um and uh yeah so it looks like they have you know good voice actors um there's a to be released this spring, not a concrete date yet on it, but um, I'm very interested to see what this is gonna be like, Joe. It's funny. This this is probably the most positive we talked about DC in this entire <laughs> in a long time, <laughs> in a long time, and it's an animated movie of a crossover between Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Honestly, Obed, too, though, though, I know, right? <laughs> I, I think, but that's the thing. Like, I think it's I think it's great. Like that they're they're going for this. They've probably been playing this. For the last year, for them to say it's going to be coming out this year, they've been probably working on this for a while, and uh, I'm glad that it's a fun project. It sounds like, and I totally be down for watching this. In general, the DC animated stuff, I really enjoy watching, anyways. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this. Yeah, yeah, the DC, DC. That's the the only part of DC that has shown consistency has been their animated stuff uh, the comic books too there's some, yeah. there's some good yeah, books yeah, too. the comics but I, yeah. but I mean what I, what I mean but media, on screen yeah. on screen exactly yeah. outside of the comic books yeah. um, that's you know the, their animated movies ever since back in you know since Batman Mask of the Phantasm you know back in the <laughs> 90s um, they, they've shown uh, incredible quality and this movie's all well written well acted so um, it's great to see, uh, you know, this collaboration happen. So uh, I'm a big, I'm a gigantic uh, TMNT nerd. So I, I'm really excited for that. Um, Joe, before we jump into video game news, uh, we got two trailers that I want to talk about real quick because yeah, let's both, do it. There's both very short, both Disney trailers uh, during the Grammys on Sunday, Joe. Um, they showed a about a minute long trailer for Aladdin. Um, uh, okay, you just, you just went oof. It's good. Uh, so it's it's good, it's good. But Joe, uh, the what everyone wants to know, what do we think about the genie? <laughs> 
uh, I mean, for me, like, it's cool. I'm glad that he's blue, but the CG is a little rough. It looks rough on this. It's on, rough. On, on, on this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's blue. It's just okay. that's CG. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we got to admit, no, everything, everything else visually looks great. <laughs> like the colors, uh, they showed a little bit of the Prince Ali parade. That looks great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be well shot. Uh, some people are complaining about Jafar's voice, but he does. Oh, sound... dude, it caught me the first time, man. But it... I, I didn't even like see anything online. The first time I watched, it, I was like, "That's Jafar's voice. Is not very yeah. menacing?" Bring me the lamp. He actually sounds more like uh, <laughs> like a uh, um, when Robert. Because uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, if you guys yeah. were not aware of, you know, Robin Williams no, yep. did not did not only play the genie in the Aladdin animated right. movie, he also played the merchant. Yes. Uh, so so he sounded like like the merchant. He did. It's like bring me the lamp. And and yeah, and uh, I was it, like that's not Jafar's voice. So yeah, so they uh, they uh, uh cuz uh, the uh, the Jafar on uh it, on the animated movie he's really under nose. He's really Oh like, yeah. Oh. Bring me the lamp and and all that stuff. You know, um <laughs> he does have his moments right with his voice where oh, his sure. voice breaks and he's it's on person. He's great. It's 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 fine. Uh, but <laughs> this one was a little, <laughs> a little off-putting. But I think he's just trying to play like I think it's just trying to trick Aladdin into. He's like he's a kind of a calm sort of like like smooth nice talking. guy, a smooth talking nice guy, and then he he's probably gonna come back and do some some stuff. Um, the the scene where the cave of wonders is imploding looks yeah. great though. That yeah. looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we saw Raja. You know, and we got got a shot of Jasmine, um, so that everything looks fine. So the thing with the genie for me is like, I mean, they got three months to fix it, right? The movie comes out in May. Yeah. Um, that's not a lot of time. Um, yeah. I mean, they 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 did have three months to fix the the mustache on Justice League, and and look what happened. Look what happened. So I mean, we, I guess we'll we'll wait and see the the final product, right? Um, the, we saw the same thing happen with. Uh, Black Panther. Uh, yes. We saw yeah. The, we saw. Just ran the, out of time. Yeah, the trailer was rough, and then at the end, I, you know, when the movie came out, it actually looked much better. Yeah. Um, the 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 thing that gets me, Joel, is like I I really don't mind the the way the genie looks at all. Um, what gets me what what gets me is the the man babies or, or babies in general in this time because like they're girls they're, there's girls complaining about it too. Uh, um, so we saw that that Entertainment Weekly. Um, a picture of Will Smith asked the genie, right? And it was like he's not blue. But then, uh, then, then they showed you the blue genie, and then you go, "What the hell? Like, what did you? Like, what, <laughs> what do you, do you want? want? What do you want? When will you be happy? <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Never, Never satisfied, yeah. Obed. Absolutely. Oh man. It's... So <laughs> uh, he he looks fine. I'm Will Smith is very likable. Um, even if the CT is rough, oh, yeah. I know that just because it's Will Smith is going to be fine. Absolutely. So, um, so I have confidence in this movie. This movie is going to be fine. Uh, I'm not worried about that. Uh, one that looks really good though, Joe, that frozen two teaser that came out this morning. Wow. That looked great, dude. That, yeah. that, looked, that looked really good. Um, Again, not much to see. There's like no dialogue, right? Um, but we do see Elsa on superhero training. <laughs> Seriously, she's a she's a superhero. It's superpowers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm wondering where this one's going. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that there's going to be another. Uh, they're going to be searching for another person that has similar powers to to yeah. Elsa, and and that seems to be the thing, right? Uh, that's happening uh, with the movie. Uh, but it looked great. Like visually, look look fantastic. That water effect at the beginning was probably yes. the best water I've seen in anything. Yes. Um. So that looked that looked really good. Um. Overall, I mean the the first Frozen was great. So yeah. Um, so I'm I'm it's, looking forward to this one. The first Frozen was more of an origin story kind of film, and now this second one, you can tell they're really going for that adventure style where it's like, you know, Elsa has her powers and. These guys are now in a position of power as well with the kingdom of Arendelle, and and there's more people and other other things that they can help. I'm sure. So whatever whatever it is that they're on the hunt for, it seems very um very intense. They're trying to, to tell. I like I like the uh, the feeling that you get from this trailer. Um, you know, I love how like it end it ends where there's obviously like character or something that's coming from behind um, the main characters, and instantly Anna turns around, just pulls the sword off from Kristoff, mm-hmm. and then just swipes. I love that. Like I just love that that it's, feeling of like, like there's, they're like on an, edge, you know? Yeah, it's like an adventure feel to it, and I, yeah. and I really like that. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's funny because um, someone on Reddit posted it's like, hey guys, don't not to not to uh, um, just, just so you guys don't forget this was the trailer for the first frozen and it was awful and it was like olaf just making dumb jokes and and uh, sven was there it was not great uh, but then this teaser was really good like this like i'm yes. on board yeah yes i agree board. this was great uh but that was that's the uh, the disney update we got to cast your checks man uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Joel, uh, let's jump into the video game news um Let's do the 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 ugly one first. Let's go the instead of doing the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's do the uh, the ugly, the bad, and the good. Um, so let's start start backwards. Uh, Activision Blizzard uh, last week was special, speculated yeah. that there were going to be some layoffs this week after uh, they posted their uh, twenty eighteen revenue. Uh, and it happened, man. Um, this is what eight, uh, around eight hundred people, uh, seven hundred and sixty-nine people, if I'm not wrong. What a shame. Um, man, it sucks. It's it's so. This is like they they have they have a lot of employees, right? Um, Activision Blizzard is a big company. They have uh, around ten thousand employees. Uh, actually, just double checking. Yeah, ninety-six hundred, uh, and around eight hundred got. Um, got fired or got let go. Wow. Uh, so this is uh, this is crazy. Uh, uh, Blizzard doesn't have a big game for 2019. They just lost uh, Activision. Just lost Destiny when Bungie went uh, when went back to uh, to they actually went back and owning the IP and they took over basically operation uh, of Destiny as a whole. So. Um, then Blizzard doesn't have a game. Activision, uh, the only two big games that they have right now, uh, of course, we're going to get a new Call of Duty um, and and Sekiro that comes out next month. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, Joel, because I really want um, Sekiro to do well. Um, games from From Software are fantastic games. I don't know how From Software, being a Japanese uh, developer, were able to uh, get through to Activision and uh, have Activision publish their game. 
uh, now I'm torn because I don't want to give the publisher money, but but I want to support from software, and the product looks like it's gonna be a a high quality product. So so I'm torn on this one. Um, what what made it worse for me, Joel, is that uh, after after they let people go, Jason Schreier from Kotaku uh, reported that. Um, Blizzard or Activision had their call, uh, their call with the shareholders for their 2018 um, uh, revenue, and 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 Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, started the call with uh, 2018, and we we had record breaking uh, profits in in 2018. I was like, well, but why not just keep your people? And you know, instead of giving the new CFO 50 million dollars, a guy that's been there for a month hasn't done jack anything just why not keep your employees happy i mean you can't keep producing products and 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 and, and the services that these companies want to provide without the proper staffing activision again the blizzard being gigantic is a gigantic company and at the same time and, and you know the pro sort of products that they that they focus on our, our large scale um, uh, products, you know, the, the, by products, I mean their games, you know, you, you got Call of Duty, which are, you know, multi-million dollar, you know, uh, franchises. Um, you got, you know, some of the other stuff that Activision has, but, but looking at Activision right now, Joel, they're like the, the Call of Duty house. They don't have anything. I mean, in my opinion, like right now, I'm, I, I have zero interest for any Activision property at all. Um, true. Just going to Blizzard, uh, you know, yes, they have, you know, uh, their Overwatch and, and their Diablos and all that, but they don't have a game for this year. Um, this was Blizzard was another company along with with Bethesda that that rode the wave of goodwill for uh, of the fans for a long time. Uh, look at that uh, debacle that we had last year with that Diablo mobile when people were trolling them on the Q and a, um, you know, they, 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 and then, uh, what, what, gets, uh, man, I get really, I, I get really fired up yeah, about this stuff because then, uh, then we, we see these companies like Activision and EA. I was like, Oh yeah, we didn't do this money because of Fortnite. It's like, why don't blame another company successful product, you know, go, Come in and bring it, you know. For That's real? all you need to do. It's like you don't see Xbox complaining that, oh, we had low sales because PlayStation. That you know, you don't see that. It's no. like they 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 don't they they own it. Uh, you know, and and, and do you, the same thing happens to, you know, Sony when you know they, they started, you know, fumbling with the PS3. I was like, oh, the the you know the the market was not ready which is actually accurate you know they didn't blame the th because the 360 came out a year later at a hundred dollars less we're not selling ps3s they said that you know the market is not ready and which is true but when you see this companies like activision and ea i mean ea right now is doing great apex legends is like like destroying fortnite right now which competition is great again that, yes. that's fantastic so um, that's gonna push Epic to to bring it, and and keep updating Fortnite with more stuff, and 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 I'm 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 curious to see how that product's gonna evolve now that there's some serious competition. So, 
we're just going back to Activision, man. It's like almost 800 people that may have to either relocate or change their visa status or, man, it's rough. Um, kudos to Square Enix because Square Enix right away uh, tweeted that uh, that it's like, hey, uh, uh, our heart goes out to the uh, to the Blizzard guys that are, you know, got let go. Um, in case you're wondering, we are hiring. So just get in contact with us. Um there's a uh, there's been calls to unionize um, game developers. Uh, I think that's that's a great idea. It's about time. Um, I think game developers uh, have been neglected for far too long. Uh, you know, overworked, underpaid. It's it's one of those one of those scenarios. Uh, underappreciated too, because then they put put you know put their products out there after you know sleepless nights and all this stuff, and then people just take dumps on them. You know, uh, it's not fair. So uh, I, I think that they, it's about time. Uh, even uh, Devolver uh, Digital called for unionization. Uh, Devolver being, you know, I, I, they could put up they, they put up those those funny like anti E three things during E three, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're they're hilarious and all that. And and sometimes you know they're they're like bad taste. Uh, but but they. But what I've heard is that they they really take care of the games that they publish and they take care of the guys that work with them. So, uh, you know, they they do it in in like it, it's it's sort of a, uh, a sort of an adult swim sort of thing, right? Um, so, man, I again I'm conflicted about Sekiro now. So I was gonna pre-order. I'm gonna hold off. Uh, I really want to see how this whole Activision thing plays out. Um, and man, we'll see again. I hope that these guys, uh, you know, land on their feet. Unfortunately, you know, uh, some of them will have to move around and, and reshuffle and, and move to another state or, or something. Uh, good thing is that, you know, Microsoft's opening a new studio, Sony's opening a new studio. Um, there's you know, other companies expanding. Um, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, some of these artists that work on these games uh, can find work at you know places like Lucasfilm and all other things you know, Pixar for example. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but but how do you feel about this, man? I'm really sad to hear this. Um, you know, Activision Blizzard, these guys laying off as many as they are. Um, it just you know, like you see that this stuff goes out in email. Sorry, to let you know that we're gonna have to downsize, and you know, it's it's none of our de- development teams. It's just you know other operational, uh, you know, people and whatever. Like it's still people you're dealing with that helps you at the end of the day. You're all one large team um, group putting out, you know, what you do with your product, and um, you know, and hearing that it was it, it came across very much so as a suddenly. Of course, the news drops in that way as well. Um, you know, it, it, it feels sad because you're not talking about like 20 people we're talking about in the hundreds. And that's where like, you know, you're, you're dealing with a lot of people's lives. And we've talked about other, um, companies as well, you know, with, you know, with shutdowns and, um, treatment of staff in that way. And, um, you know, it's just sad because I understand things happen and, and there's, there's decisions that people at the top have to make that are the hard ones. But with all that being said, you do you have to ask yourself and like you when you brought up it to the attention of like you know with the discussion with the shareholders and etc like you have to ask yourself what other sacrifices could the people at the top have made to have helped those at the bottom 
and um, just to understand that, like you're saying, you need one another to really succeed. So um, I'm I'm really saddened by this. I feel like it's just a, such a suddenly of of, of uh, a rush of this negative news, and I feel bad for these people. You know, it's it's a lot of people like you're saying that maybe are here on work visas, maybe who, people who have families here. You know, different different circumstances and situations and. You know, for some people, they'll be okay right away. Other people, right now, they're they're emotionally not at a good place, and that's what makes me sad. I do hope and wish the best for these individuals. I pray I, that they do get uh, you know good opportunities and, and good work that um, they're happy with. I'm glad to hear the the extension of the community really growling behind these other people, saying, "Look, call us up. Maybe we can put you to work." You know, that's the right thing to do, and, and it only helps at the end of the day. So that's the positive out of all of this, but still sad nonetheless. Yeah, I think that. Um, American companies should be able to learn something very, very valuable. Uh, and I'm not talking all of them, right? Right. Uh, we, uh, we, we see that th there are plenty of companies that care about their employees and treat them with respect and, you know, are able to accommodate. And, and when, when we see it, um, of course. So what, what, but, but most of this big, uh, you know, a AAA publisher developers can learn from Nintendo. Joel, I don't know if you remember back in like uh, I think it was 2013 after the release of the Wii U, Nintendo was sucking it. Yeah, they, they were. They weren't they doing were, good. They were not doing good, and the Wii U was a total flop. <laughs> um, they were still. It's like all right, well, we still have enough Wii money to get us through, and that's fine, but. Uh, Satori Wada uh, came out when, you know, Satori, uh, of course, he was a former CEO of Nintendo that passed away a couple years ago. Um, Iwata cut his salary so Nintendo would not lay off employees. That's awesome. And why, you know, these guys are making tens of millions of dollars a year. Bobby Kotick makes, you know, $30 million a year in bonuses plus whatever his salary is. Um, why not? It's like, you know what? I have no, well, what am I going to do? Is you know, it was like whether I, I can't buy a new $30 million yacht this year, a disposable yacht. And, uh, and, and instead of doing that, it's like, why not help these people that probably, you know... That will help you in the end as you know, well. Exactly. You know, this some doing something like... Dude, you cannot believe the, the, the good faith and good press that you would get by doing something like this. Exactly. Like, even if you do it out of like, I'm going to do it because I want to get good press. Screw no. it. You're doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, dude... Instead, the headlines are you just laid all these people off. Exactly, and then you're you're saying that you had record breaking, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, profits and whatnot. Uh, I get very passionate about this, Joel. Um, we'll, we'll change up the subject here in a second, but you know, I highly recommend that if you guys, um, uh, again, we're a family friendly podcast, uh, but if you if you want like really in depth uh, insight on on this sort of thing, uh, just go watch Jim Sterling on YouTube, and because he. He goes into it. He goes into it, and he goes into the 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 dirty and and the the, the nitty gritty, as they say. Yeah. Um. It it uh, and 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 basically he points out all this this points on you know uh on on detail and and tells you 
how it is and you know um you know i wish it's like maybe maybe we can come up with like a no load time after hours <laughs> post it to the open a patreon and just uh put it on the behind a paywall or something uh but but yeah um you know uh it it, it it's unfortunate and um, I'm hoping for the best and I'm hoping that this guy's lying on their feet uh, again uh, Square Enix it's like can you imagine this guy's working at that work for Blizzard oh my Go goodness back, work for Square Enix and help him make RPGs and help make Final Fantasy 14 even better it's awesome it's great um, Joe so we got got through the ugly um, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and t- do the bad potentially uh, there uh, was a shuffle at Sony uh, just yesterday um, where um, John Cadera, who was the uh, the, the president and chief executive of Sony Interactive Entertainment, um, did not step down, but went back, or not necessarily went back to his old job. Uh, he went back, he went to, from being the, uh, the president of uh of SIE to uh being the deputy president and now Jim Ryan will be the new president CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um I'm conflicted <laughs> and, and and the reason I'm conflicted it's because I like I, I liked Andrew House so much. I know, yeah. I I loved Andrew House, man. He was a and, fans man. Yeah, he dude. So, so Andrew House left, of course, and then John Cadera took over. John Cadera was the the PSN guy. He was the guy that that basically created the PlayStation Network, uh, it, uh, Sony Connect, and all these other Sony um, uh, services that they that they've had in the past. Um, you know, uh, most of them are gone already. <laughs> uh, you know, unfortunately, but. You know, PSN is strong. It's it's the strongest it's ever been, um, and Jim Ryan is um, he he's been with PlayStation since the beginning. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that he's not a bad choice because he's not. Uh, he he's been with PlayStation since uh, since they uh, they begin they began you know uh, PlayStation back in the mid '90s, uh, and he was responsible for making PlayStation big in Europe too. So he was in charge of the the European uh, market uh, for a long time. And, and he was able to uh, just yank away a, a lot of the Xbox guys when, when the 360 happened and bring him over to PlayStation now uh, with PS4. So the thing with, with uh, uh, Jim Ryan, and, and I t- actually talked about Jim Ryan on the podcast. I, I want to say, I can't remember if I, if I was still in the closet, Joe, when we talked about <laughs> Jim Ryan last time. I think I was. Um but I remember talking about Jim Ryan when he was at a, um, uh, it was a show. Uh, I can't remember if C- it was E3, uh, GDC, one of the one of the big, uh, what, uh, it wasn't E3. It had to be either DICE or, or GDC. Uh, and they had uh, all the versions of Gran Turismo running on, on, uh, on different uh, stations. And uh, they started talking about backwards compatibility when Xbox announced that they were going to have backwards compatibility. I was like, oh, when ba- when's backward compatibility going back to... Uh, to PlayStation and all this and whatnot, uh, and and he points at, at a TV uh, that was playing Gran Turismo 2. It's like, do you see that? 
It's like, do you want to play that or you want to play Gran Turismo Sport Seriously. on PS4? So, and and again, you know, he's an executive, he's a salesman, so he's got to sell, and and you got to look at it, you got to look at it in that in that mentality. It's like, oh no, he's not just saying this because he's an a hole and he doesn't want to bring backwards compatibility. He's a salesman and he's got to sell you the the damn product. You know, it's his <laughs> job. It's his job. So, um. Uh, so th- there's there's some concern in the community that Jim Ryan is gonna you know uh, stifle the, the backwards compatibility plans. Um, you know uh, they they are gonna you know that he's gonna be like no this is gonna be like old new stuff nothing going back and and all this uh, people are concerned about Kodera. Uh, in my opinion, Joel, um, because uh, Kodera knows the ins and outs of the PSN. I think he uh, he's gonna go back to uh, and it was confirmed that he said as like I'm, he's gonna be overlooking PlayStation Network, so I think I think what it is, Joel, is that next gen it's just not gonna be fought on on the box. It's gonna be it's gonna be fought uh, on on the network. Hmm. So the the next generation is not gonna be Xbox versus PlayStation. It's gonna be Xbox Live versus PlayStation Network. Mm. that's gonna be the next battle <laughs> and i think that um just putting kudera back on on playstation network uh, i think they know something that xbox is doing and they're gonna it's like oh no you, we need to respond so th- i think this is more of a reactive move uh more than anything um i know i know that jim ryan is gonna be fine because um uh, uh if you have the opportunity to uh, listen to um, the Sean Layden uh, Dice uh, um, speech that, that happened yesterday. Uh, you would see it. They're they're willing to um, they're they're willing to work with uh, other platforms and they're willing to open crossplay and all this thing. So although um, the, his wording, uh, some of the wording that uh, Sean Layden used in a in an interview by Game Informer was was not accurate. Where he's saying that they were open and they're still not 100% open to crossplay but uh if if is it a great move potentially we don't know yet too early to tell right yeah um uh one thing that they mentioned is that uh Sony they're not going to E3 but they will be having an event for uh retailers and uh and and publishing partners at the end of this month mm to show their their stuff, so they're having their own separate e- private E three that they're not gonna deal with, you know, the public and press conferences and mm-hmm. all this stuff. They're just gonna bring their partners and and show them what they got. So nice, uh, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I know that we'll probably get a, a fan event this year. Uh, we'll see, but uh, as it stands now, man, you know, Jim Ryan, he he's the sales guy, dude. So he he's gonna sell you a PS5, <laughs> or he's gonna try at least. I I'm not too I'm not too uh, crazy yet about all this. When I say that, like my emotions are a little yeah. bit more mellow at the moment, just because it is a it feels safe. It's safe, um, yeah. It, yeah, it, feel, it feels safe, but at the same time, like, could it be bad? Sure. Could it be great? Maybe. I mean, like, with it, I think when you start seeing what kind of executive decisions he makes within this role, that's where then we can 
you know, figure out what the pattern will be under his leadership. And that's where that's where it will say a lot. You know, right now we're just saying so much hypothetically because of our past experiences with him. And and uh, of course, that's that's very important to bring into, you know, who he is and what his experience has been with Sony. But, you know, I, I don't know what he's going to do with this kind of power. It's going to be very interesting to, to see in this new role. Like you said, Obed, obviously I, we love Andrew House. I mean, that guy was was just so great at, at his job. Um, you know, but we're moving on to a new day now, and I, I'm curious if this guy's going to make things radically different or if he's going to play it safe just as him being put in this position is very safe, you know? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, Joel, let's, let's go into the good. There was a Nintendo Direct today. There's, yep. a, there's a bunch of stuff to be hyped about. Yeah. So um, just uh, just hitting off, they, 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 start, they started off strong. So they revealed uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Um, that's coming out this summer for uh, for the Switch. Uh, they confirm, again, this is not a port of the Wii U Super Mario Maker. This is a brand new experience. Uh, and they're also integrating uh, Super Mario 3D World into this one. So it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks great. Uh, I've seen some crazy crazy impossible levels mm-hmm. made out there with uh with uh super mario maker so um yeah this is gonna be any and it sold really well on wii u so yeah. i know that this is gonna sell well on on the on the switch yeah no it's it's, it's a good it's a good idea good idea to bring it back and especially that wii u is dead <laughs> let's put it on their, their best selling console right. and invite some new fans in the thing's super dead dude <laughs> <laughs> it is it's very dead that thing died when the when the switch was born <laughs> um just like a new year <laughs> it's like hey happy new year and then the, yeah the happy switch new year basically uh the 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 one game dude that i that i'm super super excited about is astral shane this is a game by platinum games uh which what what stood out to me on this one is like it has a really anime art design right and that's and that's you know all fine i don't i don't I'm I'm not a hater. I'm a lover. I love anime. Everyone knows that. So, the, what what gets me is like this is like a like an uh, interdimensional police type of thing. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, the uh, Hideki Kamiya is producing. Uh, of course, Hideki Kamiya being the creator of Devil May Cry. Uh, he directed Resident Evil Two. Um, you know, he directed the original Devil May Cry. So, uh, you know, uh, Kamiya's great. So, uh, but uh, what what really stood uh, out for me Joel, is that uh, the uh, the director of this game is gonna be uh, the same same guy that directed uh, Nier Automata. So uh, Nier, of course, one of my favorite games ever. Uh, so we need to update that list, dude. We should do another. It's coming 10. soon, guys. Come, yeah, yeah. We we should do, we should plan out for a summer. Yeah, like, coming soon do, to yeah. an to a no low time episode. Yeah, we should do an updated favorite games of all time episode. Oof. Um. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This game looks really it looks really good. It looks like a platinum game. So uh, I like the art design. Um. My, it looks like the combat is gonna be again deep combat. It looks like a tag team sort of mechanic too on it. So it looks really cool. Um. So I, I, that's uh, that's I, I'm really excited for this one, man. August thirtieth on on this one. Uh, I, again, I, I mean, I still have it here. I still haven't opened it yet. Um, but 
I'm gonna it's just, invested. It's I'm, happening. I'm invested. Yeah, it's happening. So uh, this is going to be like one of my fall games, most likely. Um, so we'll see on this one. Uh, and uh, the other big one, Joel, that they announced was a uh, full-on remake of The uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening coming to the Switch. And, of course, Link's Awakening was released on 1993 on the Game Boy. It received a a remaster i want to say it was 97 or not and it was maybe 98 on the game boy color uh it was a dx version uh, basically it was a color supported version of that game um but this is a full-on 3d remake uh you know a traditional top-down zelda game the it looks like a the art style looks very similar to uh, uh, Link Between Worlds was the one that came out for the 3DS a few years ago, and it you know very cutesy uh, type of graphics. It, it looks more of a you know again is is it more of a traditional Zelda game, and uh, yeah, fans are really excited. I've never got the chance to play Link's Awakening, but everyone told me that it was great. So. Um, I don't know if you ever had a chance to play it on like, no, GameCube uh, no. or something. Yeah, okay. So this is probably this is before Joel's time. Oh, I was around. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the the you know uh, they are very very excited um, uh, about this game. Uh, they announced a new Tetris game called Tetris Ninety Nine, um, free to play from the uh, eShop, uh, and that was available today. So, uh, that is happening. Uh, they delayed the new Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, that was supposed to come out in March. Got delayed till July, and that was basically the the big announcements they had. Um, they had some new Pokemon amiibos coming out. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, uh pretty good. Uh, oh, one big one. Uh, they did say that uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Is gonna come out in like a definitive definitive edition this fall on the Switch. The game's already out on PS4, got really good reviews, um, and I guess this one's gonna have just more content. Uh, <laughs> I heard the game's really long too. Like this is like a like a 60, 70 hour RPG. It's it's one of the one of those time sinks. Um, so if you if you're into RPGs, uh, you know, I highly recommend checking out Dragon Quest. They're always good. Uh, and they did show some new footage for Marvel, Joe. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. And I did not get to see that. Okay, so they showed they showed more more footage of that. Showed Thanos, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, showed some of the, some of the X Men. So this game will have X Men. Um, and yeah, it looks fine. It looks it looks like a, it's it's gonna be a, a very safe game. Uh, it looks a lot more actiony compared to the other the older games. Um, again, this is being developed by uh, Team Ninja at Tecmo, so um, you know you get closer cameras. Uh, it looks like a you know more combo actiony sort of gameplay, uh, but it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, a couple of things here and there. You know, Kevin Toad's getting DLC. Uh, Yoshi's coming out soon, uh, and there's a Disney Sim Sim game coming out for uh, the kiddos that. Uh, care about Sim Sims like my daughter? She would love it. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, man, I I, I think I'm sh- I'm shooting to get a Switch, man, this weekend. They have that thirty five dollar eShop credit. It's a good deal. Out, going out Friday, yeah. Um, so that that deal's coming out Friday. Um, 
and uh, I think I'm just gonna grab one. And yeah, it's if I don't it. get to play it a lot, yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm gonna get to Mario Kart and whatnot, but you know, uh, we'll we'll see. But I, I'm I'm gonna grab one for sure. So cool. Uh, yeah, man, I, I'm really excited for. I'm really excited for Astral Chain, man. That, that when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is the platinum platinum game they're working on." The speculation was that they're going they were going to port uh, the Wonderful 101 to uh, to the Switch, and and this was not. It was, it was actually a brand new IP from Platinum, so I am excited. <laughs> Platinum's great. Uh, buy their games, everyone. Like subliminal <laughs> message: buy 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 Platinum games. It's like you you want to regret it. <laughs> All right, Joel, that's what I got, man. If you don't have anything else, man, no, good stuff, man. I'm gonna send it on home. So, guys, what? thank you so much for taking time every day to listen to us here on the show. Uh, we always want to make sure to remind you to stay connected with us by following us on our social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Please make sure you subscribe to our show. Our audio versions are available today on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and, of course, Spotify. And we also want to make sure you are invited to subscribe to our video version here on YouTube. Go ahead and share it with your friends and family. Also, make sure to send in your feedback to our show. We've got an email address that's nolotime at gmail.com. It's nolotime at gmail.com. Send an email to us, uh, feedback, questions. We'd love to hear from you. It's always welcome. Again, guys, thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you again, guys, and we'll see you again next time.